You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed, and I am Mac Iverson. Why are liberals so cruel and callous to the suffering of others? Talk about a group of people whose self-perceptions are completely backwards from reality. Liberal is such an abused term, and its derision is so richly deserved. Its visage has been pockmarked and ruined by billionaire money and raped of its original meaning. In the following moments, we will examine how and why liberals have managed to debase themselves to the point where liberal means precisely the opposite of what it used to mean. Still, I refuse to change the name liberal to the even more discredited term leftist or even communist. Why? Excess liberalism, or the success of liberalism, has directly led to America's decay. Liberalism necessarily preceded our socialist rot. Some will say progressive is a better word. No, it's not, because progressivism is extremely regressive. That term has been as bastardized as the term liberal. Many will say, oh, I'm not woke. I'm a classic liberal. But the policy stands for both are nearly identical. The woke just sound especially crazy. The differences are only a matter of degree, just flip sides of the same crazy coin. It uses race and sex equality of results to replace merit-based results. So, you can be a lazy, shiftless, entirely incompetent buffoon, and to the woke, sick of jokes, this is preferable to someone who knows how to show up on time every day and work hard, and is willing to sacrifice to do a good job. And you think woke isn't purely political, and isn't trying to completely crush the hardworking middle class? Don't be naive, don't be stupid. Victor Davis Hanson wrote these following words. Few have described wokeism as the cruel creed that it is. Wokeism's natural logic is to destroy the lives of people of both genders, of all races, and if need be, those of every age, all to leverage an otherwise unworkable ideological agenda. It is nihilist and destroys everything it touches. It tears apart foes and friends alike, whether by fueling media-driven hatred of Donald Trump or faux deification of the disaster that is now Joe Biden. Woke's victims. Defunding law enforcement and defaming police resulted in record numbers of murders in 12 U.S. cities. A wave of violent crime is even hitting America's suburbs. Without much fear of arrest, indictment, conviction, or incarceration, emboldened violent career criminals for the past year have robbed, assaulted, and killed the innocent with impunity. The victims at the bus stop, the subway, or in the furniture store do not seem to warrant media or progressive attention, much less sympathy. They are ignored, the unnamed and the forgotten collateral damage from the grand experiment of redefining crime as a social construct. The guilty are the elite academics, activists, and billionaires like George Soros who are untouched by what they birthed. He continues, Power, not equity, is the creed. In sum, wokeness is not about kindness, equality, fairness, or morality. It is the power agenda of the elite of all races. For differing reasons, they rig the game in their own interests without a care about who suffers. Rich white people assume that they possess the money, the influence, the networking skills, and the connections to navigate around the very exclusionary rules they make for others. For them, there are seldom costs. But they win apparent psychological gain at feeling spiritually superior while driving a Range Rover. They get high on the sense of power they yield to engineer the lives of millions deemed less important than they. 
and to the degree they feel guilty about their own monopoly of wealth and leisure, such transient superficial remorse is alleviated by abstract caring for the other. If they can ensure that 50% of TV commercials highlight African Americans, then they worry little about the nation's existential crisis of 800 blacks murdered in Chicago last year, and no such television execs have a clue, or likely a concern, about how to stop it. The woke take out a medieval contract that all their material indulgences can be balanced by virtue signaling caring for the less fortunate, although always at someone else's expense. But above all, wokeism is a cruel cult, created by and for the careerist benefit of the privileged. Unquote. The Salem Witch Trials were a 17th century rendition of woke. Similar trials throughout mostly Protestant Europe as well claimed tens of thousands of lives. The same factors existed within Puritan society as currently exists inside the empty cranial chambers of the woke jokes. Those being isolation, religious extremism, false accusations, and lapses in due process. Let's take a quick look at each one of these in turn. Number one, isolation. Woke champions the isolation of its victims away from normal, high-functioning American society. Woke victims are special and deserve being treated as fragile snowflakes to be preserved inside hermetically sealed containers such as safe spaces so that the sharp pain of reality must never ever touch them in Never Never Land. That alone is a prescription for insanity. Number two, religious extremism. Being woke bears all the earmarks of a dangerous religious cult. In fact, it is one. How do the woke differ from Jonestown in 1978, where all the desperate conformist followers drank Kool-Aid to kill themselves in mass? Aren't the woke all killing themselves by supporting things like zero population growth, abortion on demand, assisted suicide, turning boys into girls and girls into boys, forced COVID jabs with deadly side effects? defunding the police to allow deadly crime to run rampant and letting deadly criminals out of prison en masse and so on? How is any of that different from a cult of societal suicide like that of Jonestown? Number three, false accusations, and number four, lapses in due process. This is where the woke sick jokes really shine. Can you say persecution of President Trump? Or how about the January 6th election integrity protesters' witch hunt? Drummed up, overblown, fantastically and grossly exaggerated, air quotes, crimes. It's like grabbing Barney the Purple Dinosaur, slapping him in handcuffs and leg irons and throwing him in prison for three quarters of a century for being too purple, and a skosh too irritating with that song he liked to sing. The Salem Witch Trials and the Insanity of Woke Paranoia. President Trump is right. They're both witch hunts. In the founding of America, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson looked as much to ancient Rome as to the Christian faith. But in actual practice, American society was governed overwhelmingly in the shared values of Christianity. Contrast that to America in the 21st century. Now, no one in their right mind will want to come to liberal deep state-controlled America Wide-open immigration is inviting complete and never-ending chaos on the streets of America. The constant new arrivals are too stupid and blinded by greed and desperation to see the hellhole they're stepping into potentially. Just because America has not fully imploded yet does not make 
them or us safe. If we somehow are able to miss these 10 million plus illegal alien bullets heading straight between our eyes, it will be a miracle from God. I do believe in miracles, but that one would be a whopper. Just look at what Hamas has done to liberal Israel with their super tight borders. So just imagine what they can and will do to America with no borders. The damage has already been done, obviously. No one with any brains could possibly argue against this. As much as the Islamists hate Israel, they hate America fantastically even more. America is instrumental in allowing Israel to even exist. Therefore, to the Islam extremists, we are the great Satan. Not Israel, but America. The problem is that the Western world has become so soft and pulverized with spoiled billionaire money, privileged ninnies and sissies with evil rotten values, rotted out by their undeserved billions, not the money itself, but the astronomical amount of money that was made too easily and too quickly to ever have been tempered by the common sense of time and sweat. The hard-working middle class automatically and intuitively knows what I'm talking about. The elites do not. They sneer at the concept of combining wisdom with the attainment of wealth. Liberalism's callous regard for the truth has perverted every faith and creed. For example, Catholics currently have a very foolish pope. He is highly political, a money-purchased appointee for the woke sickos. He's full of red herrings and non-sequiturs. For example, when he says that homosexuality is a human condition, he's assuming it's not a serious sinful condition, but that's not biblical. And he goes on to state that we are all children of God, and that's not biblical either. Those who choose Christ are God's children. All children are God's children but not all adults. The Pope then goes on to state that God loves us as we are. True, but that's not enough to get us into heaven. The overriding assumption is that homosexuals are victims of their condition. Therefore, it's okay. All that, too, is non-biblical. And finally, the Pope goes on to equate the sin of homosexuality to the sin of lacking charity. He's being very coy and crafty here because he's saying all sin is sin and all sin is forgivable, unless it's the blaspheming of the Holy Spirit. And this is where the liberal callousness to the suffering of others starts to creep in. Let me ask you a question. How does the world judge being charitable? This sounds obvious unless you're a liberal. Welfare and social justice causes pride themselves in being community-centered and charitable. In other words, to the Pope and other liberals, being liberal means being a socialist. But here's the hitch and the irony. Socialism is the cruelest hoax ever conceived by the human mind up until now. I say up to now because socialism is sprinting fast towards a new totalitarian high-tech technocracy. But it all begins with that sophist, socialist, fake do-gooderism with its base-planted, solidly and centuries-old liberalism. Very small numbers of people are doing this to us this cutting-edge cruelty. Let's look at this transcrapola. Small numbers in relatively small numbers of groups. Why small groups? Why small numbers? That makes it easier to camouflage and therefore to bribe key players with money or prestige or influence or power and position and promotion. 
different combinations works on people with different personalities. You've heard the expression that everyone has their price. This is true. We can all be tempted and succumb to corruption or bribery of some kind. The ultimate corrupter who controls the spread of evil in the world knows our weaknesses. The devil knows that everyone has a price. So the evil one uses the trans agenda to go after the esteemed and the honorable and the respectable because if those few at the top go down once their price is met, it's a cinch to quickly bring down the rest of those who look up to these newly corrupted ones. Because when you look up to your leader, but all you can see, feel, and smell is the gutter all around you, you will know how far your heroes and you have fallen. It's like a microgroup of antisocial and demon-possessed and psychotic a-holes controlling the unaware and brain-dead masses. It's called social contagion. Social media powers very small numbers into much larger numbers, but it's very inorganic. It's not real, just an illusion of popularity. Regarding the dangerous and deadly COVID shots, there is very poor research and no rigorous studies supporting their safe use. Everyone's been bought off. Doctors and lawyers, for example, don't rebel against these thoroughly corrupted by bribery institutions like the AMA and the NIH and the CDC. And for the lawyers, the NLA and the ABA, well, why don't they speak out against their corrupt leaders? Because most doctors and lawyers went into the business to make moolah. Lots and lots of money. They didn't do it to heal the sick or seek justice and certainly not to rock the boat. They did it for money and prestige. Certainly not all, but probably most of them. Therefore, these industries, law and medicine, do not inspire truth seekers so much as they draw uninspired, shut up and follow the rules, conformists. The number one reason why liberals are so cruel and callous towards those who suffer is because liberals are not deep. So it's not that they're intentionally mean people. Their personalities are oftentimes the opposite of mean and cruel. But the policies that they support are mean and cruel. So there's a real schism here. They are famously emotional deciders. They don't think through to conclusions which means they don't think very much at all. They emote. And because they emote, they also exude their pridefulness, which is an attitude, but it's also very much an emotion. Pride is an emotion. It's that thing you feel swelling up in your chest, for example, when you think you are a good person, or you've done a good deed and it starts to go to your head. You're somehow just a bit better than others, at least in this one way. Now, this is very normal and human, but it's also potentially very dangerous. Emotions deceive people all the time. Petty criminals in and out of prison often rely on their emotions because they think it benefits them somehow. One of the big, big lies of liberalism is that if you feel it, that's where truth resides. Emotional responses short-circuit the truth, but because it feels so good... And especially in a complex world with lots of competing ideologies, that is why it's so attractive because it's a shortcut to feeling good about ourselves. 
Liberals are notoriously shallow. I think we all know this. Think of artists and Hollyweird actors. They may have great emotional depth, but not too much going on upstairs. Careless and sloppy thinking has led to the extreme degradation of liberalism to the point where it has done real damage to the innocent. Liberals also tend to lack rock-solid and varied life experiences. This can make them immature and underdeveloped. So anything that can get them to where they want to go emotionally and get them there fast is attractive to them. It's sort of like drugs and alcohol. Many liberals love to smoke weed. Many are drug addicted. Many are on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications. Not exclusively for liberals, of course. This is a challenge that just about everybody these days deals with, especially in the Vice President Brandon era of bold and naked corruption, and understandably so. But liberals are more likely to embrace these things. A conservative, a MAGA conservative, is not likely to spend the weekend hanging out at the local pot store or even a bar. Now, they do go there, but they don't live there. Why not? If you have values, if you're rooted in good, solid values, those values in America tend to be Christian. And it is frowned upon, to say the least, to embrace alcohol or drugs if you go to a Bible-based church. It's a sign of weakness in your relationship with Christ. Again, there's a schism between being liberal in your personality and being cruel in policies. The ones who are most selfish, as far as political leaders are concerned, understand that in order to gain power, the easiest way to get there is to dupe people. And you deceive people through their emotions. Emotional trickery. It's something that every dirty politician knows about. That is why emotionally driven liberals are so easy to deceive. That's why evil is automatically attracted to the left, not the right. The right have values. The right has higher standards. They have morals, real morals, not the superficial make them up and change them around as you go along morals of liberals. Those aren't really morals at all. It's just emotionalism masquerading as morals. The lying politicians tell them it's moral, and because that pumps up the ego-driven with prideful emotion, it's easy to deceive them into thinking that they're moral, when in fact, it's the opposite, because the dirty politicians will do anything. They'll say anything to get the kind of advantage that they want and crave in life. They have no problem lying to people, and the gullible, the emotional ones buy into it so easily, and that is why liberalism has been so corrupt. This has been going on for decades. Not just corrupt, but callous and cruel towards the suffering of others, especially the innocent. The political left resembles the mafia. In fact, I say it every single week. The political left is the mafia. It's not like the mafia. It is the mafia, which means it is cutthroat and completely cruel to be liberal in the year 2023. Cutthroat means it is callous when it needs to be. It is cruel when it needs to be. And you know, the thing that really fools naive liberals is that just like Niccolo Machiavelli, who wrote The Prince in the 16th century, these liberal ideas mean that you are kind and sweet and generous when you need to be, and it promotes your advantage. But you can't be that way all the time. People will use you and you'll never gain power. However, if you can be 
cruel in one instant and incredibly kind in the very next instant. Those are the hallmarks of being Machiavellian or a user of people sociopath. They don't really care. They know that people's perceptions can open doors. The easier they are to control or the more emotionally unstable they are, the more power these users of the emotional receive. That's why they need to have the population emotional. If they're emotional, they won't grow up out of their stunted immaturity, which means the powerful will maintain power and continue to grow power. That's why liberalism is so dangerous. That's why it's so wrong. It's also, politically speaking, why it's so callous and cruel. Everything. Please listen to this. This is so important. The truth of this is so overwhelming and obvious. Think about what I'm saying. Contemplate what I'm saying. Every single liberal cause, every single one advances either death, and I mean literal death, of the individual or of society, or harm. And when I say harm, I mean real harm, real damages, especially to the innocent. Every single cause, let's just go down the list. Liberals promote drug use. Drugs like fentanyl are flowing like poisoned air across America's erased border, and liberals take no meaningful stand against it. Marijuana destroys children's initiative and mental health, not to mention opioids and all the other dangerous drugs. Liberals promote abortion. This is one of the most effective ways to destroy the wholesome morality of America by turning its women, especially, into callous sluts. Liberals promote assisted suicide. This sends the demonic message that if you have a problem, any problem, why not just kill yourself? Liberals promote open borders. The flow of hardened criminals, terrorists, massive loss of jobs for American citizens, drugs, and sex trafficking, and probable never-ending riots destroys law, order, and peace throughout all of America, possibly forever. Liberals promote defunding the police. This allows violent gangs and criminals to totally control cities through never-ending fear. Liberals promote multi-generational welfare that wrecks marriages and families and does massive, irreparable damage to children. Liberals promote expanding government and higher taxes. This harms and cripples small business and middle-class families the most. Liberals promote socialized medicine. This euphemism greatly increases costs and hardships to the already hard-pressed middle-class. Liberals promote free housing for homeless instead of opportunities. Free anything foments laziness and moral decay. Liberals promote driving Christ out of everything. Anything anti-Christ is pro-Satan. Liberals promote climate hysteria. This wipes out healthy, clean industries and hurts job prospects for the middle class and increases inflation across many sectors over a totally proven lie of catastrophic climate change. Liberals promote the LGBT WTF criminal agenda. This hurts children and families, increases childhood suicides dramatically, and causes irreparable psychological and physical damage to innocent children. Liberals promote demonizing conservatives. 
This puts average concerned citizens who show up at school board meetings and city council meetings on FBI witch hunt watch lists for DOJ abuses and life sentences for doing nothing wrong. And I'm not exaggerating on that one. That is true. Liberals promote demonizing President Trump, unconstitutionally trying to keep Trump from being reelected at any and all costs. Liberals promote being pro-Hamas. This hurts the innocents who are tortured, raped, and murdered on an ongoing basis. Liberals promote ignoring China's abuses. Hundreds of millions of innocent Chinese are being abused by a brutal communist fascist government every single day. And most liberals basically have nothing to say about it. Liberals promote being pro-socialism slash communism. Socialism and communism are harmless sounding euphemisms for the most brutal and mass murderous philosophy this world has ever known. Liberals promote being anti-gun. Guns save lives, but being anti-gun means you're pro-tyranny. Every tyrant has tried to restrict guns so they don't turn them on the tyrant. Liberals promote being pro-public unions. Public unions promote widespread corruption and organized crime and hurts the honest, hard worker. And finally, liberals promote being pro-woke, the extremist form of liberalism. Woke is the institutionalization of pure evil. All of this is thinly disguised demonic activity, and you'd have to be deaf, dumb, and blind to not see this. As a listener to No PC Allowed, you do see this, and you're not content to just be an armchair quarterback. You are involved in at least some small way to help save America and the entire world. You'd drive yourself crazy if you were just a casual listener. Everyone is doing something who listens to this podcast, and good for you. We need more patriotic citizens like you, citizen activists. Action step. No PC allowed is being aggressively shadow banned by the big tech bully tyrants. I should be making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year doing this, but because I won't compromise on simply telling you the truth, that's not happening. But it's okay. I love America too much to care that much. And you, dear listener, love America too much to not listen to No PC Allowed. So here's what I need you to do. Like, subscribe, and share. Like, subscribe, and share on Rumble and Truth Social especially at No PC Allowed spelled A-L-O-U-D. Again, on Rumble and Truth Social at No PC Allowed spelled A-L-O-U-D. You can look up all past podcasts on our RSS feed, rss.com. Go to rss.com. And please share with everyone you know. Sharing is one of the most powerful things my listeners can do to help save this world from tyranny. Americans are brainwashed on the notion that liberals are compassionate. We must absolutely destroy that lie. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.